しいですね。Hello, welcome to Press Track by Track. I'm your host, Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Comeback from the Truth. Recorded autumn 1996 at Paisley Park and released on the 29th of January 1998. On the track, it is just Prince and his guitar. The song is two minutes long, and joining me to talk about today is Russell Irie. Hello, Russell. Hello. I don't feel that any of these songs are really kind of truly like ballads, but they have the feel of like ballads.、Um, yeah, I, it, it has that very like 90s coffee house vibe to me. <laughs> I kept thinking、yeah. of Phoebe and Friends, like on you know at Central Perk. That that's just where、yeah. I kept going when I listened to this song. <laughs> yeah, I I, th- I think that's I think that's the issue with this album is that, like all of the songs. They ha- I mean, there is some kind of overdubbing and stuff with like effects and things,、um, but it is mostly just kind of you know Prince and an acoustic guitar,、um, you know. And you know this song, as with quite a few songs on on the truth, it doesn't really have like a verse chorus structure. It kind of just you know it's only two minutes so there's not, there's not a huge amount of place、yeah. for, for verses and choruses but you know there is just kind of you know、um, I would say kind of two small stanzas and then we finish with you know Prince kind of just singing the words they'll come back、um, interestingly enough you know the song is written as come back as one word but in the lyrics he says they'll come back、mm. I don't know I guess the, when you put the words together come back to me that kind of speaks of someone. You know, having like you know a resurgence and making a comeback. Yeah, it becomes Where, very showbiz kind of lingo,、yeah. right? Like, oh, they're making a comeback. That's kind of what、yeah. that sounds like. Whereas in the lyrics, Prince is actually saying they're going to return, which is、mm-hmm. obviously a different. So I don't know. I don't know why he chose to put it as one word in the title, but then it's different in the lyrics. I don't know. It's just Prince sometimes.、Um, there's a theory that I have with a different song where he, you know. On his actual written notes, the title of it is one word, but when、mm-hmm. it's on the album, it's two words. And I think it's just Prince didn't want to take his hand off the page, and he was just like, "Oh, it's called <laughs> Comeback," and he just wrote it all in one word. And you know, but yeah, it does kind of it does make you think of one thing, and then when you hear the song, you're like, "Well, this is not about like you know an industry comeback or something. This is just about someone returning." Well, if I can if I can analyze, <laughs> be like a you know sort of psychoanalyze Prince for a second.、Um, I feel like also to call the song "Come Back" with as two words is a little more vulnerable than I think he、yeah. might want to be, like right up front, because it is very like much saying like I want you to come back or like I don't know. It's just it's much more needy sounding right off the the bat. Whereas the word "just come back," if you see it like it it is, it doesn't you know. Your the implications are that kind of showbiz thing, and it doesn't have that sort of vulnerability to it. So I don't know if、yeah. he maybe thought that consciously or not, or maybe it was just who knows. Maybe he just wrote it as one word, not even thinking about it, and didn't you know who knows. But、um, that's that's definitely how I would read the two different ways you could write that title. Yeah, I was going to say like just just the word "come back" as one word doesn't. You're right; it doesn't sound as much like it doesn't sound like someone whining "come back" after someone's left. Right. Like you know, just yelling down the street "come back." Like that, it doesn't have that feeling, you know, of being a bit a bit more vulnerable. And the song, to me,、um, you know, I don't, you know, Prince has never kind of, he ne- he never kind of pointed to the things that were completely autobiographical in his life,、uh, you know, aside from a couple of songs on emancipation, like friend, lover, sister, mother, wife, which 
you know, was played at his wedding and is obviously about my day. <laughs> like, um, you know, aside from those kind of songs, there's there's very few where he kind of spelled out exactly what they were referring to. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this song was, um, you know, recorded in the autumn of 1996, which is a fancy way of saying around the time that Maite's pregnancy ended. And, you know, um, Prince's son was born with a, I think it's called Pfeiffer syndrome. He basically lived for about six days before he died. And so to me, I mean, this is just my interpretation, but I've, you know, read a few other people that have kind of seen this in this song as well. This feels like a song about Prince, um, you know, mourning his son, but, you know, not quite mourning his son, just kind of, you know, wishing for whatever has happened to not be true. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I, you know, kind of the opening, the opening of it is, um, I don't know, it's not even really like a story song, but it describes something very specific where he says, you know, walking up the stairs just the afternoon, sweet wind blew, not a moment too soon. So it kind of, to me, I imagine Prince walking up those stairs to go to, you know, the area where, um, you know, maybe his pregnant wife was. And, you know, the kind of like, I cry when I realize that sweet wind was you. So obviously he's, you know, he's kind of, characterizing the wind as someone mm -hmm. um, and and to me i've always heard that as his son you know like the the wind blowing is essentially his son after he's already passed um you know and then we get the you know I, I i don't know if you could even call it like a chorus but the spirits come and spirits go you know it feels like the song has taken a slight turn at that point <laughs> like um you know it's opening up with this kind of walking up the stairs in the afternoon and it's kind of a little bit casual and then it kind of turns into this you know, spirits come and spirits go. And it's like, you, you, like it, it definitely feels to me like the song has gone in a slightly different direction at that point. Now that you've, you've dropped this whole like dead child thing on me, I can't say what I was originally going to say, which that this line made me laugh a lot um, because now I have this other context. But yeah, I mean, when I first read it, I just thought it was, or first heard it, I thought it was really funny just because it's like, Oh, spirits come and spirits go. Like, it's just something so matter of fact, but then to be talking about something is so like unknown as spirits or something, you know, it's just, it's said so casually and, and in a way that you kind of would say like, Oh, seasons come and seasons go or something, but you're talking yeah, about something the, yeah. like, like ghosts essentially like, and, <laughs> and so that's just really, and then the idea of like, a ghost sticking around for the after show makes me laugh too. So I don't yeah. know. That idea was really funny to me. Um, <laughs> now it's less funny. Um, I know. I, I agree. Like the phrasing of like the after show, <laughs> maybe like maybe being, you know, someone being haunted by a ghost, I think is an, it's like a funny way of putting it. You know, it's like, yeah, only Prince can kind of think of people being an after show as like a, an everyday relatable phrase. You know, because obviously, you know, um, he was known for, you know, giving like a three hour performance and then doing like a, a two hour after show. So <laughs> like for, for Prince, the after show is just what happens once you've spent all, all day right. on stage. Like it's just it's just part of his life. So I think it's interesting for him to express it as like, you know, uh, you know, people, they come and go. And some of them are there once I finished the main show and I've gone to like a small club like. I, it just it's it's just, it's the, it's the way that Prince kind of relates stuff, you know, in a way that is not really that relatable. It's like it's like I don't I don't get the after show, you know, like I'm I don't go to many after shows, so it's not like something that I can kind of relate to. Um, so it is kind of an odd way to phrase that that thing. But I think it's it's also like a, this does change everything for me because my first thought was that 
we were not actually talking about death, probably like that. I just assumed this was more of a, a just, you know, losing someone in the sense of a, a relationship ending or something. So when, you know, that idea of ghosts also seems so weird to me. So now that you're bringing up this whole thing about the, the dead child, like all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, I mean this, this does at least fit in with that. I mean, I think it's a, a very valid read of this song that it's probably about actually is about death because this whole spirits and, and bringing up that idea, you know, that makes a lot more sense in that context. And then, you know, he says, uh, don't have to say, I miss you. Um, and then he repeats very quickly. Don't have to say, I miss you. Like, <laughs> like right <laughs> after which I, I always love. Uh, Cause I think you already know if you lose someone um, and you know, uh, Coming literally, I mean, this was this whole album was done within weeks of the death of his child. So, you know, I feel you can't help but read that into it. Um, although some of these songs on this album were, you know, um, they were older songs that he re-recorded in this kind of acoustic mode all in one go. So some of these songs, this song might have been years old, but he just re-recorded it in this particular time. But, you know, it kind of, for me, that's how I've always heard it. Um, you know, and you know, if you ever lose someone dear to you, never say the words they're gone, they'll come back. And then he says, Yeah, <laughs> and he sings that kind of casually at the end of each of the lines where he says, They'll come back, yeah, 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 um, yeah. So, I, I, I don't know, like the fact that we, we, you know, we get this far into the song before we actually reach the, the title, and you know, this is not a long song, so you're only about a minute in, but then you get the kind of they'll come back. And, you know, to me personally, I've always, you know, since Prince's death, which, you know, this point is a couple of years ago now, in this particular song, you know, hearing him say, you know, um, you know, if you ever lose someone dear to you, never say the words they're gone, they'll come back. You know, that that is how I feel about Prince. So, you know, it, it's, it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of touching that Prince kind of sang that about his child, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, obviously, if you listen to this song, you can kind of, um, you kind of take that idea, you know, and apply it to whoever you, you know, are you know, missing. And at the end, we get this kind of, um, I don't know, Prince just kind of like uh, goes for this weird outro where he says, tears go here. Um, and then kind of repeats that another three times <laughs> as the song kind of <laughs> gradually fades out. Almost as if he didn't really have an ending. Like he had an idea he wanted to express. And then after two minutes, he's kind of like, well, I guess I'll just have to kind of, you know, fade it out gradually. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think it's interesting as well because it's almost as if the words tears go here is like a parenthetical for Prince not actually wanting to cry and just mm. being like, you know, insert tears here. And then yeah. it's like, and, and so like the kind of, you know, this is something that Maite has spoken about, which is, you know, Prince's child had died and, and they basically had to promote the album. You know, they Prince had signed a contract with EMI, so he kind of had no choice. Journalists were all over Paisley Park for like four days, you know, literally within a week of the death. They still had the nursery um, all set up. And so, you know, it like they kind of weren't allowed to mourn mm. um, because Prince had to promote this album. And then he spent the next kind of like three months traveling around Europe promoting the album. So... I think there is a case of like Prince not getting to the point where he was just, you know, crying about his lost child. And so the idea that he in a song has to sing tears go here. Yeah, it's like he wasn't able to properly grieve. So this is the substitute. 
Yeah. Like I mean I've this is one of my this is one of my favorite Prince albums. I love everything on the truth, you know. So um it probably gets high, the highest grades of any Prince album since like Sign of the Times for me. But I think a lot of that is just kind of tied to the fact that um you know when I I managed to buy the album um you know I you know I listened I listened to most of Crystal Ball which is you know 30 kind of songs it's a bit of a grab bag there's not really any overall theme. And then when you get to the truth, which is just, you know, 12 songs by themselves, it is, it you know, it, it was done specifically to be an album. So it, ha- it has a kind of unifying theme and it has a sound and, you know, so it kind of makes more sense than Crystal Ball. So I've always listened to the truth way more than a lot of the songs of Crystal Ball. Um, so I feel like I have kind of more of an attachment to those songs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, for me, this is a five out of five, but like uh, many songs on the truth, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, and I think is as well is not, you know, just like the subject matter itself, obviously is kind of very raw, but also the fact that it's kind of just Prince and a guitar and a microphone and, you know, it feels very kind of intimate. It feels like Prince has just kind of sat down on a couch next to you and he's just playing this song. Um, and the fact that he kind of trails off at the end, I think you can kind of forgive him because it's almost like you know, in those last few, like, repetitions of Tears Go Here, it does kind of feel like he's realising something and kind of, you get to the end of two minutes and Prince is like, well, I think that's enough. <laughs> it's like, I think it, I don't, every song doesn't need to be, you know, uh, you know, an epic or even, I, 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 I kind of love those two-minute pop songs. They're some of my favourites. So, I, yeah, I, I, that doesn't bother me at all, that sort of, in the way it does sort of just trail off. I think that it maybe is more meaningful, too, in the way that, if his feelings are sort of unresolved here, that the song itself is kind of unresolved, um, yeah. which is sort of how it feels in the way it ends on those, just the tears go here. Um, it, yeah. It, I, I would give it probably a four out of five. I think it's pretty great. I just, maybe not my kind of favorite type of song necessarily, but I think it's, it was, I enjoyed it a lot when I listened to it. I was like, Oh, this is nice. I feel like he pulls off the whole acoustic guitar um 90s coffee house thing very well <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I mean i was gonna say it does still you like you can kind of tell it is like very kind of mid-90s like you know the the kind of you know heartfelt singer it, yeah, it, oh, like, yeah. It, it really it kind of really and the, the weirdest thing is you know like um uh like a couple of years at, I, well yeah a couple of years after this he recorded you know a cover of every day is a winding road and i feel like you know um, and Cheryl Crow guested on that same album as well, doing backing vocals on a song. So it does kind of feel like, you know, and, and also obviously he covered One of Us, um, you know, which again has that kind of like, um, you know, coffee house kind of indie mm. like girl singer vibe. So yeah. I, know, it's, 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 I guess it was probably something that was kind of in his head where he was just like, you know, after covering One of Us and, and later on covering Every Day is a Winding Road, it feels like, you know, and also there's something that has been said about Prince is that his, you know, his voice, particularly when he, you know, when he has his early falsetto, it's very kind of close to like a, you know, a very kind of female vocal. Um, so, you know, the idea that he would, you know, be in the same company as Jewel. Um, yeah. You know, kind of, it, it kind of, it kind of works. I mean, I'm sure he sings higher than, you know, Tracy Chapman or something, you know, who... <laughs> has a, a yeah. much deeper voice well that's it yeah he, i think his range is it would be slightly above hers yeah so yeah you know it, i guess if you wandered into a coffee shop and prince was you know kind of there with his acoustic guitar singing about um they'll come back I, i'm sure people would be just like you know quietly clapping afterwards and being like yeah okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know welcome to the stage ladies and gentlemen jewel um so uh, reading some of her poetry 
yeah, so I mean, you know, I it like everything on the truth I really enjoyed. So, you know, I I'm not saying it's gonna be straight fives every time, but you know, it for me this is just like it's like such a kind of intense kind of song just because of you know, knowing the subject matter. Obviously, I kind of hid that a little bit from you, Russell. Okay. Um, you wanted to spring it on me just to get my... You You were trying well, to make me cry on this podcast, weren't you? <laughs> I was just trying I was just trying to let you kind of interpret the song for yourself before I, I kind of put the burden of, of, what it, of what it kind of might have been about. Again, at the same time, it might not be about that at all. It might be about something completely different. But to me, you know, that's how I've always heard it. But then I've always known that this album was recorded around that time, so... You know, maybe there's certain things I'm. Maybe Prince, if he was still alive, would say no. It wasn't about that at all. It was about a you know a cat that I owned when I was a kid, and that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> so, um, but you know, to me, if it, given the time frame, it feels quite clear exactly what the subject matter was. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, to me now in in reading the lyrics more carefully. I think it's definitely about death and not just you know losing a, a lover or something like many other print songs. I think it's, it's yeah. the, the idea of the, the wind blowing and a person being wind is just so, I mean, so clearly like spiritual and stuff. So I, I don't know that's yeah. that to me, it seems pretty, pretty definitely in, about death at the very least. If you don't want to make it specifically about a, that death, it is about yeah. death. I mean, I feel as well as that, that feels like in a, in like in a, a more produced kind of bigger song that would feel a bit Gothic of like having the, the wind blowing the, the you know, like the, the curtains and that being like the, the dead person moving through or what, like yeah. it, it, it does, it has, it has like a certain feeling, but because it's kind of in such a quiet song, it, it kind of, it doesn't really kind of reach those levels, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, well, I feel like we said about as much as we can about comeback. So sure. let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Russell? Sure. You can check out my podcast, Art Palace, uh, produced by the Cincinnati Art Museum. And you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Russell Irig. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you can email us, not sure why you would, at Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Russell. Sure. And otherwise, come back. Oh, 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 o